2: Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.
1: Hey.
3: Hey. Hey. Hey.
1: Hey. Pew. That's yeah. what I'm putting up as our we were wondering. It's
4: pew day. How are you
1: feeling? How are you feeling after that Bengals win?
3: <laughs> Exhausted. <laughs> Encouraged? <laughs> <laughs> Afraid? Ah, I will tell you. Disappointed, tired, exhausted. We've had a bit of a change tired.
1: in our plans now because initially, like, we were, the group of us that are going to Nashville this weekend because that's where our next game is on Sunday in Nashville. So we're heading down to go to the game. And we were like, should we buy tickets? Should we not buy tickets? Do we buy tickets? Should we not buy tickets? But when they won last night, I was like, now we have to buy tickets. Because <laughs> we had not bought them yet, you know, anticipating. Were you just going to hang out
3: maybe in Nashville or were you going to just wait till you got there and see if you could get cheap ones.
1: So, yes, on both of those. Because I was like, if Joe Burrow's not going to play, do I want to pay $200, $300 to no. go watch this team? Yeah. No, I don't. But now that he played last night and we won, I'm feeling all the good vibes. <laughs> but now you
4: got it. Oh, yeah. But you can't find tickets because they're sold out.
1: Yeah. Well, I, I mean, there's all those resales, of you know. Of course. Yeah. So it's just about what's the budget?
3: How jacked up are the prices on the resale? You know, are I was just looking. Bad? I
1: was pulling it up this morning. And I mean, of course, there are some that are going for like $114.
3: But they're crap. But
1: they are like I've sat up there before in Nashville. And Jeff, you literally are eye level with the Batman. What is that? The, it used to be the Bell South building. Right. And now I don't know what it is. People call it the Batman Tower. T. Yeah, I but think. I mean, you're literally looking at it, and airplanes are flying over your head. Yeah,
3: that's, that's cool. I, are, I just though. can't. Oh, it's sick. I Gary get freaked out. out. <laughs> yeah. We'll that high. But that'll be fun. That'll be fun. Yeah, it'll be a good yeah. time. All right. Well, we got a lot of other
4: stuff to get you caught up on as well. Taylor Swift. Any chance she could get the Chiefs to end that tomahawk chop? People are talking about it. Plus, one of the greatest shows of all time is getting a reboot. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102.
3: with taylor swift all right so over the weekend uh you know the big news was taylor swift being at arrowhead stadium to watch her i don't know supposed boyfriend travis kelsey new boyfriend we'll we'll see if this is (laughs) real or fake because she dated the dude that played loki remember when she tom hiddleston do you remember that romance? Nope. It was very brief. Do not remember, that. and it was weird because it was they were very they were very public, and wasn't he running around like wearing Taylor shirts? And they were I just remember being it being weird, yes. kind of. Like, just what are they doing together? Why are they being so public? Why are they talking about this so much? Why is he out there doing this and doing that? So this does feel a little bit like that. It
1: feels so forced right now with these
3: two because it just, like, the timing is all weird. Everything about it's been weird. Um, But here's something that might come out of it. A Native American activist named Rhonda Lavalda was hoping that Taylor might help her to get the Chiefs to abandon some of their more troubling traditions like the tomahawk chop and maybe even the team name. She says, We remain hopeful that an outside influence like Ms. Swift could be an ally for us in moving the conversation forward on why the chop is a racist act. To us, that hand gesture is synchronized racism. We implore implore Ms. Swift to take the time to understand our perspective and the scientific and psychological research into the harm to youth and communities caused by such behavior. Just what Travis Kelsey wants. Yeah, I know. (laughs) I'm sure he's thinking, oh, crap. Yeah. Didn't consider that. Cameras did catch Taylor during one of the Tomahawk chops at Sunday's game, and she did not participate. We don't know if she was intentionally taking a stand, though. Just to clean up some of the other chaos from Sunday's game, someone got video of Taylor and Travis walking side-by-side in the locker room area after the game, but they did not touch. This is the awkward walking where both of their hands were like, just hanging down by their sides beside each other, almost like maybe they had been holding hands, but saw the cameras and stopped. Right. And just, I don't know. Uh, they left in Travis's convertible. There was a rumor that they snuck Taylor out of the stadium in a rolling popcorn container, but obviously that wasn't true. I don't know if I... that would have been great. Yeah, but
1: I watched (laughs) the video of this, and I do think that she was inside. Because how do you think she got from the suite upstairs down to the locker room without anyone seeing her or anyone getting footage? You don't
3: think there's secret tunnels in the stadium? I mean, I've been
1: to the suites at, like, other stadiums and things like that. And there's... I mean, you still got to walk out with the public
3: to get to the elevator. Because you... You would think, well, you would think that there are a lot of famous people that sit in suites that then afterwards go to the locker room. So yes. I bet they have to have an elevator somewhere. That so they do,
1: them. but it's still like you still have to walk through other people to get to them. Yeah. Does but that mean, you know in what the, I mean? In the
3: hallways of the suites on yes. that floor. at some point. Yes, yes, at some way, shape yeah. or form. Yeah. But
1: the other reason why this is plausible, Jen, is because for the Eras tour, that's how she got out to the stage was they put her in this gigantic like black box and then they wheeled her out underneath the stage and that's why everyone just assumes that this is how she gets to and from and the popcorn bag was on top of the popcorn
3: box gotcha not inside all right so taylor travis and their crew ended up at a nearby restaurant where sources claim anyway that taylor paid for everyone's meal so that they would leave immediately so (laughs) their whole group could have some privacy could you imagine yeah (laughs) and this is kind of fun too in an interview in 2016 I love it, man. This guy, Travis, is being investigated on every level, man. They are digging into him and going back as far as they need to with his social media to Everything. see what they can find. So, Did you expect any no? less? No. <laughs> I hope I hope he knew this was coming, right? So I guess in 2016, he said two of his relationship deal breakers were women who don't perform orally and women who won't go all the way on the first date. There you go. And women who won't go all the way on the first date. Mm. So guess who's, uh jersey skyrocketed sales-wise?
1: Yes, he's in the top five selling jerseys now in the NFL. And he gained 300,000-plus social media followers. Wow. By debuting his wow. new girlfriend.
4: <laughs> all right, got to take a break. Coming up, The Office reboot. And Ryan Seacrest on Wheel. What's he going to do? This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102.
1: Please feel confident on your second date with help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com.
5: Surgery
4: has uh, It's not all that sad about what's happening to Russell Brand right now because she claims that he once sexually harassed a friend of hers in an AA meeting. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Russell Brand, uh, British police, I guess, opened up a sex crime investigation triggered by those news reports about him. Uh, London's Metropolitan Police Force said Monday that it had received a number of allegations of sexual offenses after the television documentary and newspaper investigations. Uh, Russell Brandt, for his part, he denies allegations of sexual assault made by four women in that channel 4 television documentary and the times and sunday times newspapers the accusers who have not been named including one who said she was sexually assaulted during a relationship with him when she was 16 another woman says brand raped her in los angeles in 2012 Uh, the police did not name brand in its statement but referred to the recent articles and documentary it said detectives were investigating allegations of non-recent sexual offenses, both in London and elsewhere. So they're encouraging anyone who believes they may have been a victim to come forward, no matter how long ago it was. And uh, Kathy Griffin, meanwhile, had a lot to say on Instagram about a lot of other things. Posted an eight-minute rant about how female comedians are not treated fairly in the stand-up comedy game. And then she claims that male comics have other guys pick out women out of the audience for them.
0: You know, we don't have
2: spotters. Like, the guys have spotters. And I mean, like, almost all of them. So that's somebody that's one of their bros who picks out a girl in the audience, like, before the show that is the comics type to get, like, a
0: afterwards, that sort of thing.
3: I mean, musicians have been doing that forever, too. I mean, that's right. I mean, I had to laugh. You know, I went to the Billy Joel and Stevie Nicks concert and been hearing the story stories for years that Billy Joel doesn't sell tickets in the front row, that his people go around and they pick people to sit in the front row. And it's always like these oh hot my young God. women. I'm talking like twenty-year-old, like the, probably eighteen to twenty-four-year-old college girls. Beautiful, of course. You know, yeah, because that's what I think about when I think about Billy Joel. I know, or the right? eighteen-year-olds that right. just love him, I think he's so hot. <laughs> uh, you know, and they're all dressed to the nines and sitting up there, and just smiling and bouncing. And I saw yesterday
1: time. too that Stevie Nicks. Um, is going to headline her own tour, kicks off September 27th, and then it goes to, like, a bunch of different places through March. Yeah. Like, just her now, not with him.
4: Kathy also touched on the pay disparity for female comics and how even Amy Schumer, who is the highest-earning female comedian right now, makes way less than pretty much all the guys. Uh, And Amy... Amy Schumer actually responded to Kathy's video in the comments saying, I love you. I hope to someday earn as much as the rapists and transphobes in the game.
3: <laughs> oh, Amy, I wonder how big the disparity is. I wonder if it's are they making twice as much? Are they making three times as much? 20 percent much? You know, Are they in line with the rest of the world and where women usually fall on the pay grade? The pay scale. Well, I can
4: tell you the male comedians do not want you to know.
3: <laughs> no, they don't.
4: They want you to drop this they subject really right now. They
3: really don't. Yeah. All right. So, The Office. Supposedly, there's a reboot in the works. Really? Yeah. We. That's really all we know. Uh, all other than it's being developed by the original showrunner, Greg Daniels. Daniels spoke about a possible reboot a few years ago, but he said, my biggest concern would be disappointing the fans. People will watch the entire series and then roll right into watching it again, and to me, that means we ended it properly.
4: So I don't know. I I I don't think Tim's not here because he loves the show as much as I do. I I don't think I just don't see that. Well,
3: what if you they, don't see which? It I, being bad? I just
4: no. I don't see it being anywhere near as good as the, the original. original. Yeah. Which, which wasn't even the original. It was an Americanized version of a British successful
3: show. British show. With Ricky Gervais, right? Was right. the yeah. star in that one? Yeah. What and, and it was as huge there the people, as it though. was here. Yeah. But
4: then, you know, when it ended, it was just like, ah. Oh, okay. Yeah. That, that was it. That was that satisfying. Was good, yes.
3: So, you, do you struggle to conceive any possible storylines that could continue? Are or, we going to use the same characters and the same actors? Maybe. I would. Well, if it's a reboot, I mean, usually the reboots are right. Yeah, that's
1: what I was going to say. What if they brought back some of the kids? Not not all of them, but some of them. Maybe. Like the Sex in sex the City reboot brought back three out of the four women. Yeah.
3: And now, what's her face might be coming back or is coming yeah. back? Sort of. I don't know. Jim and Pam.
4: They're the Married only ones I kids. care about.
3: Married with kids. Maybe. Maybe that's what it's going to be
1: called. Or It's going to be called Jim and Pam. Jim and Pam. Yeah. And it's their life. But
3: you see, that's a spinoff. That's not a reboot.
4: Mm. Right. You want to go back to the office? <laughs> Everybody's working from home now.
3: <laughs> uh,
4: what else we got? Ryan Seacrest has revealed what he is going to change when he takes over as host of Wheel of Fortune next year. Uh, he's gone on the record and he's, uh, he has said he will change absolutely nothing. Oh, wow. He says for this game show, it's such a success. It has been for generations. You don't mess with something like that. Just. Get out of the way, say good evening, and let's play. Let it be. Let it be. Absolutely.
1: I saw an interview with him, uh, sat down with Willie Geist on Sunday, on that Sunday morning sit-down. And during the interview, Ryan Seacrest got word that Vanna White had re-signed her deal. During the interview? During the interview. Like, literally, they brought the phone over, and they were like, Ryan, Vanna just signed. Like, she's going to be back. And he was like, oh, my gosh, I've never been more excited in my life. Like, this show is not this show without Vanna.
3: Essentially. That's great. Well, you know, she and Pat Sajak kind of awkwardly flirted with each other on occasion. They had great chemistry. They did have great chemistry. So it'll be interesting to see how that transfers over to Ryan. If he, like, kind of creepy flirts with her. No. (laughs) He had pretty good chemistry with Kelly uh, Ripa. Yeah. Yeah. So what all is Ryan doing now? He still has his radio morning show. Yep. Yeah, and which he,
1: by the way, says he is going to be on until he is in the same interview. He was talking about he is going to do that until he is like in the grave. Like that is his number one favorite passionate thing
3: to do. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah. I mean, American he Idol, he 16, I think he said. Wow. An American Idol. So now Wheel of Fortune. What else does he have?
1: Well, he does the is Kardashians. He, producing he produces that still? the Kardashians and then he does some other producing on different television shows. But
3: mostly the God. Kardashians. I don't know how he does it all. I don't either. Well, he's not married. He doesn't have children. That helps. Right. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I know. All he does is work. He does. As far as we know. He
4: he just does what makes him happy. Is he
3: dating anybody right now? Well, they didn't really talk about that, of
1: course, but I guess he's like totally relocating out to L.A. now. Like he was living in New York, but now he's going to be back in California. Well, he's more
3: of an L.A. guy, right? Mm-hmm. And I mean, that was part of the thing with... Well, uh, and that's
1: why he left Kelly, Kelly because yeah. he was like, I think if they would have moved that home. show to L.A., he may have still tried to do that, too. Yeah. But, yeah, he can't keep flying back and forth.
4: That's the, that's the great thing, though. If you're Ryan Seacrest, I mean, you could set up shop anywhere. You know, he could set it up in Boise, Idaho, if he wanted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And still operate effectively.
1: Well, and that's kind of like what he was talking about, like, he, you know, because he's been opening up different studios for kids inside hospitals and he was talking about like he can go to any of those and just do his radio show from wherever and then they pipe in whoever else is on the show and just make it work i guess
4: and he can do all of his business out of you know he can set up an office anywhere he wants really he can't
1: do that anymore though now that he's wheeling because the wheel set he has to be on set
3: well he could do like uh but don't they record i mean don't they only record for like a few weeks out of the year. Yeah, they do
4: Shoot. five shows in one day yeah. for like a couple of weeks and boom, they got a whole season. Five
3: shows in, in a day? Yeah, that's, so why that's, I, yeah, so like that's that's 25, yeah. That's what Alex Trebek was week.
4: doing when he was alive.
3: Yeah. 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 Wow, isn't that a good gig?
4: What a gig. <laughs>
3: oh, I know. <laughs> I know. Sign me up.
4: <laughs> then uh, you got guys like Tyler uh, Perry in Atlanta yeah. who have set up an his entire empire out of Georgia.
1: Yeah. Okay. He has like a compound there with all of his production stuff.
4: Oh yeah. Like it's a fully functioning massive movie studio. It
1: looks, yes. It, it looks like when you go to if you've ever been like Jeff and I went to what was that, Universal where they have those gigantic sound stages. Yeah. That's what he has is like a gigantic compound. Like, like
4: I'm that. not into LA, I'm not into New York. I'm gonna set it up right here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. And it's successful, and it's been a huge boon to that economy well sure, and I think they it, it also
1: encouraged a lot of other movie plate to to start to go down there to, to start in Atlanta yeah
4: yeah because a lot of the studio the studio usage on his lot isn't even his stuff it's other people renting his sound stages
3: yeah yeah it's probably
4: making a killing on anything else yeah nope that's it leave it there for now more e-news coming up after seven o'clock
2: this is the Jeff and Jen morning show on Q102
4: Around in a meeting one day we were trying to come up with a way that we could sort of take it next level like we do listener appreciation month here every june and we were trying to come up with a way that on on our show on the jeff and jen morning show we could kind of take it up a notch and create sort of like an exclusive little club yeah where we grant a certain amount of unprecedented access to the real super fans of the show because they're the ones who really drive and support us.
3: And and we were talking about, you know, the, there are so many that are super involved and engaged. And we did that thing at, at Baru where we invited a bunch of our, and it was so great to have some of these super fans. Yeah you know, in live and in person with us because we don't get to meet them in person. I mean, it's just over the phone or through social media or emails. And we're like, this was really cool. Wouldn't it be neat if we could do stuff like this on the regular with the fans that we feel like we know?
4: Well, that's why we started the Jeff and Jen Best Friends Club. Uh, We want to recognize you for being a great fan of the show. You can sign up on our website at WKRQ. Well, that's Mm -hmm. true. It's pretty exciting. You got to put a little work into it. But we want that's <laughs> we want to know yeah. everything there is to know about you that obviously you want to share and that we might find interesting. Mm-hmm. And then each day we pick a new best friend member of the day. And today, that best friend member, we want to welcome Tangela. How do you pronounce your last name, Tangela? Is it Bogus? No, actually it's uh
0: my last name is Lycan. Oh ah. Lycan.
4: Well, Tangela Lycan, welcome to the club. <laughs>
0: Oh, thank you. Ta-da.
3: Yeah. Super excited. Right? We're super excited to have you. What are you up to today?
0: I am actually on my way into work.
4: And what kind of work do you do?
0: Well, um, I am a shipping and receiving um, coordinator for yeah. a company here in Lebanon. Okay. And uh, I'm also a truck driver. Oh, cool. And I also um, have, uh, I'm raising my seven-year-old granddaughter, so I got my hands full of it.
4: Right. And so you work on both sides of logistics. You work as a driver and as a a shipping and receiving operator? That is correct.
3: Okay. And then when you're driving, what are you driving around?
0: Um. I'm driving like uh, raw materials for like uh, food products. Okay, we make we make uh, food seasonings, um, tons of them. Mm.
3: Cool. Well, that's cool.
1: Yep. Very
0: cool. Do you ever get to
1: take any of the seasonings home and just you know doctor them up or use them? Doctor it up?
4: Probably not. Well,
0: ready for that. you kind of do that under the radar, but <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> don't
4: worry,
3: we won't tell. I
1: understand. <laughs> right.
4: Well, that's cool. So it says here you're the daughter of a minister. Uh, yes. we know that you're a truck driver and you're married to the love of your life and best friend. Yes,
0: Good yes. For you. I, that's awesome. Yeah, I met my husband actually, I was 14 and he was 18. Well, we dated for about a year, and then you know, things happened. We didn't see each other for 30 years, mm. 30, 30 years later in 2020. We met up again, and we just got married in April. Oh, look yeah. at that.
3: How sweet. That's so awesome. cool. I do love that. I do, I do just love that reconnecting because nobody knows you like the people you grew up with. Because right. You know, they know where you came from. They know your family. They know your circle. They know everything, I feel like. I always love getting around the people that I went to school with when mm-hmm. I was a kid. I do. I just get the biggest kick out of every single one of them. (laughs) There's none there that I'd want to marry, I don't think. (laughs) But I do love it when, you know, you hear these stories. So super cool.
4: Yeah. One of the, one of her favorite memories uh, was from a second date update episode when the girl had a little uh, uh, accident, went, uh, went number two.
3: She did a duty.
4: Yep. Where did she do a duty? I don't remember. Uh, she said, I believe they might, they might even have been white jeans. And she oh, threw Lord. them in, in the bushes, leaving her date while she ran to the store to buy new ones. Wow. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> no, you've been doing this so long, you don't remember them. I don't remember, remember that them. one at all. Wow.
3: <laughs> I do. You remember that? Yeah. Oh, wow. Well. And I believe she awful.
0: actually even went to go get them and they weren't there. Yeah. Oh, wow. So, oh, I don't know where jeans went, but they weren't in the bushes. That's <laughs> funny.
4: Well, we'll see if we can dig that up and bring it back as a classic. <laughs> but, see if you uh, ride it. yeah. So, how about them Bengals?
0: Bengals are great. First yeah. two games were uh, kind of, uh, you know, iffy, but. We came it's back. Looking
3: up, there were uh, there were a handful of plays that I thought, okay, now that's much better.
1: <laughs> Let's keep doing.
3: Can we keep doing that? There Wasn't also, pretty bad again. <laughs> we got to win.
1: There were yeah. also a handful of plays that I was like, do you even know the play? Yeah. Do you know where you're going? Yeah. Yep.
4: Yeah. Well, listen. We appreciate you supporting the show. Thanks for being a member of our little radio family, and uh, you're now an official member of the Jeff and Jen Best Friends Club. We're going to set you up with a sweet jersey, and
3: yep. We'll sounds just good. love having you. A lot of fun things on the way. Thank
0: you so much. You're, so all right,
4: welcome. you're very welcome. Good talking to you, Tangela. You need to talk to her. All she you got to do
3: is just stop by and pick up your jersey, okay? All right. All awesome. right. Sounds, sounds good. good. Thanks so much. You have a great day. Thanks, you too. See you, bye. All right,
4: take it easy. Bye. 723 coming up, 740 Swiftology. Uh, this is very exciting. We actually scored tickets to the Indianapolis show November 2nd of 2024. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so if you know your Taylor, like really know your Taylor trivia, we'll play another round of Swiftology at 740. We do it three times a day, seven forty, one forty, and 540. Uh, if you can answer the Q102 Taylor Swift trivia question, we're going to set you up with passes to the exclusive Q102 screening of Taylor Swift, the Eras Tour concert film at the Cinemark here in Oakley. And then we'll get you qualified for that grand prize, two tickets to the indie Show in November of next year.
5: Yeah. So, again, yeah,
4: that's coming up around some. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. He's looking for a second date update with Rosie. They went out recently on a date and he'd like a
2: second one. Hey,
4: Jason, how are you?
2: I'm good, man. Thank you so much for taking my call.
4: Happy to. So take us from the beginning. How did you meet Rosie? How'd the first date go? And we'll kind of make our way from there. Uh,
2: so Rosie and I met on this little app known as Tinder. Oh. <laughs> I know no one else uses it anymore. <laughs> yet. No, no so we funny. were at Tinder finds. Um, and you know what? Like, we uh really seemed like we were kicking it off like long story short she ended up at my place two times on our two dates
4: so you went on two different
2: dates we ended up going on two different dates yeah and you know i'm not like the best guy with women so this is why i could really use your guys's help (laughs) because i don't really know where i went wrong but so the first time we met up for drinks And, you know, we both drank a lot, and she ended up at my place and did not stay the night, but did stay pretty late, and was the one that was like, hey, we should grab dinner. Like, I'd love to see you again, and, you know, I think we have good chemistry and stuff like that. So we go out to dinner, um, and she ends up at my place again, and we have a, you know, uh, to not uh, give too much inside baseball here, we have an even better time than we did the first time. Mm. and now just completely ghosted after that. Like, no, no calls, no texts. Anytime I, there's any been any type of communication, it's just been shut down. I, I'm i just, yeah, I don't know where I went wrong. I mean, it's it, it seemed like everything was going well, so I could really use your guys' input on this.
4: Okay, take us back to the second night that she was at your place. What was the exit like? Did she leave that same night? Did she stay until the next morning?
2: <laughs> uh, no, yeah, she did stay the whole night, and she left which seemed like she was happy the next morning, you know, there was no like incident or anything that indicated that I had either done something wrong or she didn't say like hey, you said this or anything like that. No, she seemed happy and she was even said like, Hey, I'll you know, call me.
3: I'm so glad you asked the question the way that you did these how was the exit as opposed to how you do sometimes, how was the dismount? <laughs> <laughs>
4: How was the withdrawal? I Uh think (laughs) yeah How was the evacuation?
2: (laughs) I was going to say I landed the dismount. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny.
4: Uh, So she said, "Call me." Like that, you didn't have make plans for a third date. Like because the first time she was leaving your place, she said we should do dinner. This time it was like, "Hey, this was great. Call me or something." I don't want to put words in your mouth.
2: Yeah, no, but that was exactly that was exactly it. And it didn't feel awkward at all. No, it felt right. That's why, you know, when something, you you assume something is right or correct, and you're like, yeah, this just makes sense. So mm-hmm. it's even more, all the more confusing when it when it's not. Yeah. Right.
4: Okay. Why don't we take a break then? Jason, when we come back, we'll call Rosie, and we'll try to get a sense of what happened there the second time, if anything. Every now and then we discover it has nothing to do with you. It's just maybe someone else came back into her life, or there's been some other distraction. Either way, we'll get you closure. But the goal here is to get you a third date. This is the Jeff and
1: Jen Morning Show on Q102.
4: Jason met Rosie on Tinder, actually went out a couple of times, went out for drinks the first time, and she ended up back at his place. She did not stay the night, but she stayed pretty late, and she said, hey, we should do dinner. This was great. He's fantastic. So he goes on a second date with her. They wind up at his place again. This time, she stayed the whole night, if you know what I mean.
3: Yeah, 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 yeah.
4: Now, Jason, you're looking for a relationship. Is that right? Like a serious
3: relationship? Are you looking for love in all the right places?
2: I, I think we all are, yeah. But I just, I, I'm I'm more looking for an answer to, you know, what happened for oh. this particular thing. Because, like, I really liked Rosie. And I would, you know, I could see some type of future there. Yeah. Um, but I also want to know, like, you know, why I was getting ghosted.
5: Mm.
4: Yeah, why you went two for two and then got ghosted. So we're going to call mm. Rosie and see what happened there. If you're ready, unless there's anything else you want to add before we start.
2: No, no, I'm ready. I'm anxiously waiting. Okay.
4: Hello? Hi, is this Rosie?
6: Yes,
4: who's this? Hi, Rosie, it's Jeff, Jen, Fritch, and Tim at Q102. How are you this morning? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. No. (laughs) Good morning.
6: Happy day. Morning.
4: Good morning. Have we ever spoken with you before?
6: I listen to the show, so I know what this is about.
4: Yeah, we did speak to Jason, and he really enjoyed the last two dates he had with you. Uh, He was left with the impression, too, of course, because we always, if you've ever listened to Second Date Update... We always say, well, you know, what was it like when they left? Did it feel awkward? Do you think anything went down? We try to go over the date and see if there was anything there that may have sent you running in the other direction. And he couldn't come up with anything. In fact, it felt very positive to him. You seemed like you were in a pretty good mood. And he recalled you telling him to call you. So mm-hmm. what what was up there?
6: Maybe I'm reading too much into it, but
4: I'm not sure. Okay, run it by us.
6: Well, I left his house after our second date, and he was wearing SpongeBob SquarePants pajamas, like the whole shebang with the feet in it.
4: onesie. Oh. Like, like a zipper all the way oh, up? Yeah,
3: exactly. That's it. He was wearing a SpongeBob onesie. When you left or through the whole Yeah, thing? when I left his house. Yeah. Like after all the activities and festivities, he put this on and yeah. slept in it. Exactly.
6: And I mean a Spongebob t-shirt or like boxer shorts that's one thing but like the full onesie with the feet I just it just it gave me the egg it killed it for me
3: they always look really comfy I you know I have some costumes that are like that that are like those onesies but they don't have the feet in them that's where that's where I get hung up the feet I, I just feel like that's I'm too case
4: You would be very hot. I would be very
3: hot. I need, you know, an opportunity because I, in the middle of the night when I'm sleeping, I go to bed with socks on because we did a story once many years ago that said you get better sleep if you have socks on. But I'll tell you what, as soon as I start to get hot, that's the first thing that happens is the sock. My left sock comes off and my left foot comes out from under the blanket. And I'm
4: not convinced that's even good for your feet. I could be wrong about that. Which part? Sleeping with socks? Just having your feet encased yeah. like that. I, that. I don't know that would be... Well, let me ask you this, Rosie. Is it have to do with the onesies or does it have to do with the SpongeBob? Or both. Or both.
6: I mean, I think it was mostly the onesie, but the SpongeBob was a surprise.
4: As if the onesie itself wasn't juvenile enough? <laughs> Or infantile, yeah. maybe that's a better that word. word? Yeah. Do you
3: see that as infantile, or do you just see it as peculiar? Uh,
6: it's a bit infantile. That's why I was like, maybe he's not ready.
4: Well, I mean, direct quote, you said it gave you the ick, and that's <laughs> yeah. sort of the fatal blow.
3: You're not finding anything sexy about that. Because, you know, some of these uh, outfits, they fall under that furry umbrella a little bit. or Do they? You know, some people think they're kind of, you know, sexy. Mm. Role-playing opportunities there.
6: I did not find it sexy at all. It took away all the desire, if you know what I mean. What if gotcha. we get
3: you a matching onesie with Mrs. Puff on it? Or little Miss, or Miss Kitty or something. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm going to pass on the onesie.
4: <laughs> she is very polite and upbeat when she's shutting you down, isn't True. she? True. Jason, how long have you had this
2: onesie? Uh, for a while. I mean, it's something that's very comfy that I like to wear. Also, I don't know why we're just in SpongeBob. SpongeBob is a legend; like he's the goat. So I, also SpongeBob. I mean,
4: it, it's while it says it's rated Y seven,
2: yeah, that show is for adults. It yeah, the jokes and the humor that is not for kids. That's an adult thing. It is
3: a fast paced, moving. Yeah, yes,
2: it's just something that I always liked, and you know, I, I just don't really think the, the the onesie should be a deal breaker. in what has been, I thought, like a wonderful relationship. Like I'm sorry, Rosie, that I that I donned this outfit. But it's definitely not a it, – it's not something I'm going to get rid of. But, like, I, I don't have to wear it when you're around if if you want to give it another go.
3: A compromise has been offered.
6: I Like, if I watched you walking around in your apartment in the onesie, the thought of having sex with you
2: would never cross my mind, ever. Understandable. But if we eliminate the onesie and then I have nothing on, and then, as you remember, that seemed like it went just fine –
6: that could that could work really we're saying goodbye to the onesie
2: we're saying goodbye to the onesie when when rosie's around and then when it's just jason time i could don it then when no one's watching because it's comfy it keeps my feet warm like i don't want to get rid of it but i definitely also would much rather spend time with you than fight about this onesie
4: yeah, but what happens if the relationship
3: develops and you guys sort of become a thing and she's around all the time? What's gonna happen is it's gonna have a laundry incident when she's doing the laundry. It's gonna be one of those
2: situations it's just these things disappear. that we women
3: do. Or something gets destroyed and we just don't know how it happened.
2: Are you prepared for that, Jason? <laughs> I think I am. I think, you know what? This is how I know I like Rosie. I'm willing to take that risk. Wow. Also, Rosie
4: might learn to embrace some of your quirkiness the more she gets to know
2: you. It's true. Who knows? Maybe there might be two onesies at the end of this scenario
4: Uh, we may but let's not push it jason the stronger personality always wins well then my money's on rosie
6: i really (laughs) doubt the onesie situation
4: (laughs) all right well does this mean you're open to a second date are we closing the deal yeah let's see where it goes nice let's see where it goes all right we're going to work out the details with jason you'll be hearing from him but we really appreciate you coming on second date update and Jason, we appreciate you putting yourself out there. Thanks for coming on Second Date Update. Best of luck to you both. Hey, thanks so much, guys. Have a great rest of your day. You too. Bye-bye.
3: All right. If you need a little help with the Second Date Update, send us an email, Jeff and Jen at wkrq.com.
2: This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102.
4: GPS in our cars and on our phones just completely changed the way we navigate. Yep.
3: I don't know how to get anywhere on my own anymore. (laughs) Right. I really don't. I mean, I will put addresses in for downtown Cincinnati. And I've lived here how long? Um, A long time. Decades. Yeah. Well, it's like phone numbers. You don't need to know anybody's number anymore. You just stick it in your phone. You type their name in and boom, there it is. Right. I usually will put an address
1: into ways just mm. to see the traffic. Like, other yeah. than that, like, I kind of feel like mostly I know where I'm going, but I want to know, like, oh, do I got to get off at Liberty and go the back way because it's crazy?
4: Well, a new poll asked about GPS and how it relates to safety because. Messing around with your GPS isn't that different than messing around on your phone while you're driving. That's true. And 8% of people say drivers would actually be safest if they never use GPS. 23% say the opposite. The drivers are the safest if they follow the GPS all the time. Yeah. And then about 50% of people say it should be a blend following GPS for some but not all directions. But there's a big difference in those answers based on the age of the respondent. Yeah. For young adults in their 20s, more than a third said, oh, God, using GPS, that's the best. It's much safer.
3: Yeah. Then, you know, constantly looking around, trying to figure out, is this where I turn? Is this where I turn? And you're stopping and putting on the brakes all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't you also feel
1: like you know when you have someone in front of you that's using the GPS to get where they're going? Oh yeah, because they are going slower, they are breaking, they are—they don't know what lane to be in.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that percentage drops to just twelve percent of people sixty-five and older. The older folks say it's never safe to use GPS.
3: What oh, do they? What do they prefer? A map? I got my trip ticket. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing?
4: Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. They could be like a comfort with technology thing because it's hard to argue that an that an audible GPS system is less safe mm-hmm. than say trying to figure it out on a paper map or reading written directions. Right.
1: Yeah, I do remember like when you would have to print out the MapQuest thing and it would be like, and you would literally be trying to read <laughs> oh, yeah. and look. So. Or they're
4: talking about maybe they're thinking about drivers who use gps and accidentally end up driving into
3: a lake or something yeah there's some real sharp knives out there that have done that right where did you end up you were in another country and ended up you were trying to go to the prada store is that where you were trying to go yeah
4: so (laughs) while we were in italy i had a a gps thing in the car Mm -hmm. and i put in the prada outlet they have an outlet store
3: and who wouldn't love a good prada outlet
4: well, Kristen wanted to go, so we put it yeah, in and too. took me to a cow field. Yeah. It was a, <laughs> little a field with just a lot of cows and a dirt road.
1: And how so, did that happen? Yeah, I was going to ask, was it in Italian and you were trying to figure nope. out what they were saying? So the GPS was in, in English. English.
4: And as a backup, I put it in my phone mm. and it took us to the exact same place.
1: Oh. Isn't that something? I bet a lot of people do that.
4: So we are now in a rural Community, we're not in a major (laughs) Italian city. It is a rural community. Again, cows and no one speaks English. And so, this really nice guy who was wearing an apron, looked like a butcher because it had meat juice all over him, was kind enough (laughs) to take the time to like basically point Uh and like draw a little makeshift map for you. Map to get for you there. us. I mean, how
3: close were you? How far?
4: Oh, we were within 10 minutes. I mean, we were close, but yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But he, the way he made it sound, he just kind of like gave us this knowing nod, like you're not the first. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's and, why he knew how to draw the map, because he's yeah. like, I do this every day. And
3: you know what? It was really helpful. Yeah. Maybe he should print up a b- bunch of them and just wait there and sell them to people when they... Yeah. <laughs> he can make a buck. But there is something about that experience that I
4: love about traveling internationally in, in a place where I mean, part of it's kind of stressful, but I what, that's, getting the, lost? that's what I love about traveling is when you go to a foreign country where they don't speak English and you're, you're having to figure it out. That's mm-hmm. part of the adventure for me.
1: Yeah. Oh, see, I hate that part about it. Like I don't want to drive in a foreign country, period. I want someone to drive me, take me. Yeah. I, I want to look out it. the window and be like, look how cool that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Like we went to St. Lucia a couple of weeks ago. Right. And the driving there is insane like in insane
4: meaning they're just they drive like maniacs well they're
1: on the other side of the road they're on the other side of the car and they drive like maniacs and because it's a smaller island there's kind of only one real road that kind of like takes everybody to and from everywhere they need to be on the island and it is windy and it is hilly and you're going up and you're going down and they drive i mean like aggressively like passing each other and all of this stuff. Like we were on the way to our hotel and a guy got carsick in the car. Like we thank God Scott just had like a little bag to give him because it's so bonkers how windy and crazy the driving is.
4: Yeah. Yeah. I guess I could see how that would be a little daunting. You know, you're in a foreign country. You don't know your way around. You don't speak the language. So you don't want to mess with it.
3: I don't want to drive in L.A.
1: Yeah, same. I don't want to I don't <laughs> Speaking wanna... of foreign countries. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, no. Yeah, but like even driving on the wrong side of the road and the wrong side of the car. Yeah, like, no, I don't want, that's not in my wheelhouse to, of oh, things I want to learn. I would need to
3: practice that a lot.
1: Yeah.
4: Well, that's the not an issue hard. in most, in most of Europe. They drive on the same side of the street we do.
1: I know. But I'm saying like most of like the Caribbean, some of the Caribbean areas are like.
4: Caribbean countries. Yeah. Yeah. Bermuda was like that.
1: Did you drive there? No. Yeah. I just, I don't know. When they say transportation's included, I'm like, woohoo.
4: Yeah, there are some parts that are just crazy. Like Rome. I mean, if you think it's nuts in LA, Rome is insanity. Like, it's so crazy. Florence is the same way. There's just no such thing as a yeah. lane. Yeah. And it's so crowded with not oh, yeah. just cars, mm-hmm. but scooters.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. I mean, they're suicidal. Yeah, yeah.
1: That's that terrifies me as well. But motorcycles. then on
4: the but then on the flip side, you know, driving the freeways of say the Netherlands or France could not be more pleasant and orderly and yeah. smooth and well marked and roads that are well maintained. Mm-hmm. It it really just depends on where you are. Yeah,
1: yeah. I don't I don't want to do it.
4: We took a one of those tuk tuks in Bangkok. A tuk tuk. Yeah. What is that? Well, they got little cars, and then they got scooters, and then they got like this little motorized thing that it's it's like a little um, oh god.
1: Let me say what it is.
4: Uh, what do you call it? Okay. How many
1: wheels? Carriage. Does it have? It's, it's like a okay. carriage, like a, okay. carriage. like
4: a motorized oh, carriage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, yeah, okay.
4: And they're fast, but they're t- you know you sit in the back and you get this little oh, cover okay. thing, yeah.
1: It kind of looks like one of like a little something you would see at an amusement park.
4: They're like covered tricycles. Like
1: they let kids drive. And you <laughs> Pretty get
4: to much.
3: drive that or somebody's no, driving you No, no, no. I mean, around. you just okay, hop on like, one. Okay. Yeah, you just pay and a they guy. Do th- they drive like maniacs, like New York cab drivers? Maniacal. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. see, I, and there's I hundreds of them mixed
4: with scooter scooters. And cars. And cars. Uh-uh. And again, yeah, I mean. Not fun. You talk about mad, bad Bangkok, man.
3: yes yeah. zero
4: oh, yeah.
1: desire. Same. Oh. See, but like when you're. When you, I don't want to drive, like, don't you want to look around at what's happening?
3: Do you look at more than just the road?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like, wow, they live like this or, you know, wow. Mm -hmm. Right.
3: Hmm. Yeah. Some places I just want to relax. (laughs) I really just want to relax everywhere. Me
1: too. (laughs) If I didn't have to drive here, I probably wouldn't. (laughs)
4: All the time. Right. But I don't, I like relaxing, but I also want some adventure. Yeah. You know, I want. Like, I want to feel like I'm in it, you know? I want to experience it. I want to know what it's like. Yeah. But it really just depends on where we're going. Yeah.
3: God, speaking of relaxing, I have got to send just an amount, a huge freaking amount of love to Mitchell's Salon and Day Spa. You know what they did on Sunday? What did you do? What they did on Sunday is they opened, they're closed on Sundays, but their employees volunteered to come in. For free and work for four hours and do a day of peace for autism moms. So they spent four hours of their time donating their time giving facials and massages and haircuts and pedicures and manicures That's for awesome for free. That's These nice. moms did not have to pay a penny. To come in and get pampered. That's really nice. Is that not amazing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they, you know, they impress me on a daily basis, but they really, they really went above and beyond to do something super kind for a group of women who who need a day of peace. Right. You know, yeah. And need to relax. So that's amazing. I just, yeah. Thank you. That's great. Plus when thank you, you Logan leave and that everyone situation, at Mitchell's.
1: You just feel incredible. Yep. When somebody else is providing you some sort of service like that.
3: Yes. That kind of pampering. Yes. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing. Beautiful thing.
4: Okay, would you ever consider dropping $500 on a date? And I'm not even talking about the actual date, but just the app to find the person to date in the first place.
3: Is this one of those where, you know, everybody that you're dating on the app is making $10 million a year and they're famous or they're, you know, they're going to inherit a uh, pickle? Um, not necessarily. The <laughs> pickle franchise? <right? laughs> no.
4: No, it's just really for anybody who's willing to pay. Uh, but Tinder just announced a new exclusive high-end membership tier called Tinder Select.
3: Tinder Select. How does one become a member of Tinder Select?
4: Well, you got to come up with five hundred dollars per month. A month. Or what does
3: that get you?
4: Or six thousand per year. That's a good chunk of change. Yeah, yeah, for that price, I yeah, that's a good question, what you just asked. What do you get?
3: What are you getting?
1: I just pulled it up. Are what you do ready you get to meet? You get to direct message. Oh, you have it there? Yeah. I didn't know you had it. I, I thought you hit. were just
4: asking. No, I'm I'm engaging. Uh. For that price, you might expect a uh-huh. personal a personalized experience with like a human matchmaker. Yeah. But you don't get that. It's just the normal Tinder algorithms. You just get what they call special access to Tinder's most sought-after profiles.
3: Okay, so who are I? That's what I want to see. I want to see who the most sought-after profiles are.
4: Jen Jordan.
3: You think I would rate? Of course.
4: <laughs> There's a few other perks, like being able to direct message others without matching, but only two times a week, and only if the if the other person is is accepting DMs. So there is that caveat. Mm. And you'd also get to test new features and hide ads.
3: So, I I mean, can just anybody do this or do you have to get, do you have to be selected to be one of the select or do you just need the 500 bucks? You just got to cough up the 500 bucks
4: (laughs) pretty much. Yeah. I mean, I I guess if you're like a, you know, sort of someone of means, this might be worth a shot, but it seems like it's mostly a status thing since, Tinder gives these folks the ability to
1: add a special
4: select badge to their profile.
3: Oh, okay, so then you know. You know when you're flipping through that they're one of the members of Well,
1: there's a criteria too. You have to do at least 4 pictures, you have to have a bio, you have to write your own bio, and then they have to actually verify that you're real, which is it's nice to know that you're not
3: just like working with some sort of bot because that would suck if you're paying 500 and you keep, you know, swiping and all you're getting are bots.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Tinder's website says they're, quote, not currently accepting applications, but to continue to check back, they say they're going to open it up to their, quote, unquote, most active users on a rolling basis. Yeah, okay. Uh, But they may want to keep the number of so-called select users to less than one percent. But as ridiculous as that sounds, I don't need to tell you. A lot of people love
3: the exclusivity of that. Who doesn't? I mean, isn't that sexy to pretty much anybody to be a part of an exclusive group? Or, See, yeah, I don't know. Something I watched, that's limited edition.
1: But I watched The Tinder Swindler, which is a horrible movie about this guy that was like pretending to be somebody else. Mm-hmm. All on Tinder. And he would just rob these women for thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars.
3: You th- so you think there might be
1: some swindlers out there that,
3: that are sure. getting this select gonna, badge for yeah. sure. Oh yeah. So they have better access to. Yeah.
4: And Tinder has supposedly had secret VIP memberships for years, but this is the first time they've ever offered one up publicly. Hmm. So I don't know. You think this is just like a tell me you're rich without telling me you're rich meme? (laughs) No. Or is it one one of those, if you know, you know Mm. things? Gotcha. Yeah.
3: Hmm. Good question.
4: I don't know. Yeah. So we were talking about, Ways to cure common ailments, common problems, like cramps, panic attacks. Really? Uh, Yeah, tough those workouts. Those are
3: not fun. Neither one of those.
4: Yeah. Sour Patch Kids aren't just for the movies or when you buy Halloween candy next month, but... I don't like
3: them. You don't like Sour Patch Kids? I don't. <gasps> if I'm going to eat candy, it's going to be sweet, I love em. sweet, sweet. Give me all the sugar.
4: Well, Sour Patch Kids can help cure cramps. Oh, great. They can help when you're cramping up. And the theory behind that is that extremely sour foods trigger a specific set of receptors in your body that stop cramps. Now, you could also try pickle juice to cure cramps.
3: I'd take the candy over the pickle juice.
4: And I, I know, love pickles
3: but I don't want to drink
4: pickle juice. Kristen gave me pickle juice when I was cramping up when I cuz remember that I got that nasty food poisoning
5: mm-hmm.
4: last year. Yeah. And I was so like dehydrated from that.
3: Yeah.
4: And I kept cramping up like I didn't, ma- didn't matter what I did. Yeah, like you know, I stand up, I I'd, I'd, I'd walk it off and then like I'd sit down or lay down and it would come back and She poured me a thing of pickle juice and that solved it. Did you just take
1: like a shot of it, essentially?
4: Yeah, pretty much. But I think she gave, like I drank half a glass of it.
1: Oh, nice. Yeah, she said the
4: more the better. You need it. Hmm. Panic attacks. If you feel a panic attack coming on, eating something like Sour Patch Kids gives you an intense sensory experience. And that can break you out of your spiral and help ground you.
3: Yeah. Who knew? I know. That's, that's. Kind of brilliant. Because those suck. <laughs> God. And, and then let's start. say you go to the gym and you weren't
4: really feeling it to begin with, but then you just you, you you know how it is like when you just have a tough workout and it just you know, you went in there with the intention of just sweating out and feeling good when you leave, and you just end up saying that but I don't feel good. That was not fun.
3: Not me, I, I, I don't cried. feel better.
4: Yeah. <laughs> that was a tough workout. You know, you finally made it to the gym, but just don't have the energy to keep going. High sugar candies like Sour Patch Kids are a good way to get some fast carbs into your system to give you that boost.
3: What do you know?
1: Have them on hand. I just saw, God. I was at the Dollar Tree and they have like a caramel apple Sour Patch Kid for Halloween. Hmm. Like that might be
3: something. That you, might be more might my be, alley. Yeah. Because it's probably a sour apple.
1: And it's probably sweeter.
3: And I do think? like green apples. Those are the sour ones, right? Yeah, I think you might like that one. I could. The Granny Smith?
2: Mm Yeah. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102.
5: Oh,
6: <laughs> I don't have much, nothing good really. <laughs> well, My luck's been kind of crap
3: right now. <laughs> but the Bengals won last night. Yeah, that that, that was good. I there fell asleep at the very end Did <laughs> of you? the game. Uh, so. Oh man. Yeah.
6: Watched it all the way through and I'd sleep. <laughs>
4: yeah, I dozed off a little during halftime and then.
3: Yeah, that's yeah. when I took the dog out and. Yeah. Yeah. I got just, out clean underwear to put on this morning. <laughs> That's when I took care of important oh. things. I went to sleep Wait, at halftime
1: I... <laughs> because I felt like maybe it was going to be luckier for them if I wasn't watching mm. because they weren't doing super well when I was watching. Right. So maybe it would, you know, really push them to
3: strive Turn for it greatness. Around. Yeah.
4: Yeah. But well, we'll take the win, right, Leah?
3: Uh, we will. <laughs> yes, we will. All right. Yes, we will. Well, let's try to win you $1,000. You know the rules here. 30 seconds to answer 10 questions that begin with the letter of the day. If you do that without repeating any of your answers, we're going to write you a check for $1,000. Now, the key All to right. winning, you know, is to pass quickly. Don't yep. be sitting up in it, right? All right.
4: Yep. Okay, so Leah, you have the letter A. Uh, we have We have had winners with the letter A. It's our favorite vowel for that very reason, but you also get one free pass.
3: Ooh, you only need to get nine. Yes.
4: So if you can answer nine questions in 30 seconds that begin with the letter A.
3: That's exciting.
4: You'll be $1,000 richer. So we've got 30 seconds on the clock.
3: Okay. Here we go with the letter A. Name something you do at a park. Apple pick. Something you cut. Pass. Something round. Uh pass. Something you boil. Oh gosh. Alligator. A game. Oh. Pass. A farm animal. Oh, I don't know. Pass. A country.
1: I can Afghanistan, Yeah, yeah. Argentina. Right. Yeah, farm animal. Algeria. An ass. I was thinking about an ape. Would you have accepted that? Probably not. <laughs> There's got to be an ape farm somewhere in the world. <laughs> you would think. If I Googled it, I it would pop up. all I'm going to
3: say. Old
4: McDonald had a farm. <laughs>
3: yeah. Yeah, that was no, no. too hard for the A. Yeah. yeah.
4: Those are hard yeah. questions for the letter A. Yeah. You're right. You're
1: right. Something round that's an A. I was trying to, I got stuck on that one too. I
4: got stuck on it. I, know, I was apples, trying to think of so aerodynamic apples. something. Nah, yeah. nah, 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 nah. Well, I
1: was thinking apricot also. Mm. Oh,
4: that would have worked. Because yeah. Because
1: that's kind of another
3: fruitish style thing. True, that's round. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that was hard. That was hard. Yeah, we're just
4: all thinking slow today. I know. And not enough true. sleep yeah. last night. <laughs> no. <laughs> that is true. All right. This is why it's Fritz's favorite day of the week. <laughs> yep. <laughs> We'll try it again right tomorrow, Leah. All right.
1: Sure
6: will. Thank you guys. Right, yeah, have a
4: great rest a of line. your day.
6: You too. See you bye. Bye-bye.
4: And a big news in the world of AI. Chat GPT can now actually chat with you. Really? Yes. Open AI announced two new features to Chat GPT. Okay. It can now listen and respond like Alexa but smarter and it can analyze photos and tell you things about them. Oh, really? Yes. Interesting. The talk feature is getting the most attention because it can respond to a lot more things than what's her name? (laughs) Syria. I was going to say Alexa. (laughs) Alexa, Oh, the other one? Yeah.
3: Either one.
4: And it can basically answer any questions. But the thing that's cool about it is it sounds a lot less robotic. Mm. So to show it off, they asked it to come up with an original bedtime story. Okay. Because what Alexis will do is, or Alexa will do, is she will, she'll use pre-written stuff. Mm-hmm. but just like read it to you. So if
1: you ask her to, say, tell you a story, she'll just pick, like, Hansel right. and Gretel or something?
4: Yeah, or ask you, what story do you want me to read you? Um, in the video, ChatGPT comes up with a new story on the fly, and adds extra details when asked i love that it's just going to mix it up as it goes along
1: scary though i mean and it sounds like you have a friend
4: well the new photo feature might be an even bigger draw because you can use it like an ai teacher like uh, as an example the video for that one showed someone uploaded a, a, a photo of their bike and said hey how do i lower the seat and it it tells them that their seat doesn't have a quick release, so that they're going to need a they're going to need an Allen wrench, and it was able to tell that from just looking at the photo.
1: Ooh, yeah. See you later, YouTube. Wow, because yeah. that's kind of what we use YouTube for is so then instruction.
4: Then it, so then it said, "Can you share a photo of your toolbox?" and then told them where the allen wrenches were and what size to use. Yes. That's how good this thing is. I don't know how I
3: feel about this. That's crazy.
4: So both of those features are being rolled out in the next couple of weeks, but the free version of chat gpt will not have them yet. You have to subscribe to chat gpt plus for $20 a month in order to take advantage
3: of those features. Wow. Mm. Yeah. Uh.
1: I don't like it either, Jen.
3: It just creeps me out. (laughs) I just want to deal with people. Just people, not machines. But the problem is, is the people don't want to talk to you. And I'm okay with that, too. (laughs) They just want to
4: send you into a phone tree where you're lost and stuck on hold forever. Trapped. I know. It's it's so frustrating, though.
3: I know. I just can't even.
4: sometimes you have one of those questions that can't, like, Okay. It doesn't fall I,
3: under any of the categories. I
4: don't need my account balance. Yes. I know what my account balance is. I know what my last few transactions were.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Representative.
4: I need to speak to a human.
1: <laughs> I just went through this yesterday because I was risk. Re- so initially I was going to go to Nashville Friday, Saturday, Sunday for the Bengals game. But now we're not going to be able to arrive until Saturday. So if I go onto the app, like it suggests that I do to cancel the hotel reservation, it says to me, like, by modifying this reservation, you may lose your reservation or something, something. And I'm like, well, I don't want to modify it because I still need to keep the reservation. So I had to call the phone number. Mm-hmm. So I called the phone number in Nashville. And when I selected reservations, it threw me into just the oh, overall wow phone reservation system oh boy. for the hotel, yeah. which is outsourced to, to a different country. Oh my
3: God, I've had so many issues with that.
1: It took me, I'm not kidding you, 22 minutes on the phone to just say, hey, I, I'm not coming till Saturday now. That was it. Yeah. Like, I I probably could have driven halfway to Nashville, it felt like, by the time that this got changed. Right. See, we deal with this when we
3: drive to Florida, because we don't know where we're going to stop. So we don't make reservations ahead of time. So we're like, when we're we're like three, four hours out, we're like, let's try to make it to here. Let's find some Hampton Inns, because that's our favorite along the route of 75. And we will call and get somebody on the phone and we'll be like, is this hotel close to 75? And they have, we no had idea. somebody no that didn't, they didn't, we had somebody didn't know what an interstate was because they were like, 75, what is that? Interstate 75, what's an interstate? Are you oh, kidding boy. me? Yeah. No, we lose yeah. our minds no, thank when you. we're doing that. Yeah, there's got to we're going to have to do that. I'm going to make a note of it because I don't think of it. Uh, you know, I'll forget about it. Yeah. And then I'll get in the car and we'll have that same experience that so over frustrating. and over. So, yeah, I think we need to pick our hotels and res- reserve them weeks out.
4: Well, I learned a couple of things from doing that because I'm kind of like you that when I would do a road trip, I don't know where I'm going to end up and yeah. I kind of want to figure it out on the fly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Kristen, who worked in the hotel business for years and, and uh, her dad ran a hotel company, told me, careful that you don't book it too late. Uh, because some of some of those places, especially even if you make a reservation and you don't show up until 10, 1030 at night, they might give your reservation away. But your best bet is... If you make a stop, let's say you make like a, a quick food or a bathroom mm-hmm. stop around, you know, 5.30, 6 o'clock or whatnot. And you're guessing you're probably, if you're looking at your map, going to be in Erie, Pennsylvania, we'll say. Yeah. Uh, then your best bet is to book it like on your phone, using the app, right. using your own map rather than relying on a. Right.
1: Oh, yeah. Somebody to tell person you. person
4: on the phone.
3: Yeah. yeah. Isn't that wild? Ugh. That's what made And we did that, that kind of too. Stuff. I forget I forget why we ended kept ending up on the phone so we were, I think we were trying to book it, and it wouldn't allow us to book it for that night. Oh, really? Yeah, on the app. It was too close to oh, check-in time. Oh, or, yeah,
4: because you got to call now. Yeah. All
3: right.
4: Oh. <laughs> ah. And it's got to be Hampton Inn because it that's is, his favorite. That is Jacob's favorite. That's, his favorite that's hotel what he chain. wants
3: to say. We Isn't that so funny?
1: You're like, I'm trying to book it on the app, and you won't let me. I because know. Because when you call there, they say, did you know you can book on the app? You're like, yeah. Yeah. I was trying. trying. But guess what?
0: You won't let me.
3: You know, the other thing that I've realized is that um, that it doesn't understand what you're saying if you're screaming at full oh, volume yeah. at the phone. Oh. Yeah, you got to kind of keep your voice kind of soft and <laughs> monotone. It, cause it
4: understands you-, you. It's just being passive aggressive. It's just mad at you because yeah. you're yelling at it.
3: It understands every word you're saying. <laughs> Oh, it's that person yeah. that you want to have a fight with, right. but they won't engage. Right? Yeah.
5: <laughs> yeah. Come yeah. on, keep, keep trying. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so true. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't understand you. Goodbye. And then you're like, <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> I didn't it, quite get oh, that. God,
1: when it hangs up on me or tells me I'm having oh. trouble.
3: Stand back,
1: because it is going straight to Craytown.
3: I was left on hold for four hours once. No. Yep. No. Yep. And then disconnected. Mm. (laughs) Mind-blowing. Yeah,
4: I I went through that with Xfinity, which is the cable company down in Florida. Uh Uh-huh. That they've got basically a deal with my building that provides all of the the owners or tenants, free basic cable. Okay. So that's kind of part of the rent that's included, right? That's nice. But if the tenant decides they want to add some premium movie channels or whatnot, Mm -hmm. then, you know, they have to swap out the equipment, give them like the fancy high-tech stuff, and then the bill goes to them. Well, my tenants decided they wanted to upgrade their cable, Mm -hmm. which is fine. Yeah. They just didn't let me in on it. So (laughs) I get these messages from Xfinity saying uh-huh. that I owed them this equipment. Right. This equipment needed to be turned in because uh-huh. they got this new stuff. So I, I call the, the lady who manages the, you know, she deals, she's just sort of the go between. Yeah. Manages the, uh, the lease for us. And she had no idea. So she reached out to the tenant and they said, Oh gosh, we're so sorry. Yes. We upgraded the cable. Uh, we have the equipment. We're, we're going to return it. We just haven't had a chance. And she said, that's okay. I'll I'll take care of it. And you can drop it off. And it's actually really easy. You can drop it off at a UPS store and then boom, you're done. So mm-hmm. we got it figured out. But in the meantime, I didn't know this. So I'm trying to call Xfinity. Yeah. And they're saying I don't have an account. Uh So I can, I can log in, but it won't give me any information. And there's not a phone number on that entire
3: website. They make you dig for the phone (laughs) number too these days. Yeah.
4: Couldn't find it. And then when I finally did, I had to go do a Google search and I did find what appeared to be a customer service number. And I got them on the phone. And the first thing they said, um, we can't handle that. You need to do that online. (laughs) I'm trying.
3: Yeah. Yeah. It is. It is. There's really only a handful of things that send me over the edge anymore. Ah,
4: That's one of them. Yeah. Yep. And they're so annoyed too. They're like, "Um, you need to do that online."
3: I know. Talk to you like you're so stupid. Yeah. I'm like,
4: (laughs) um, can you just do that online? (laughs) Because. I don't want to talk to you.
2: (laughs) Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.